Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Star Wars 7x7, episode 799. Today it's a Rebels briefing for you. We're looking at the season finale of episode 1. That would be Fire Across the Galaxy with not one, not two, but three big reveals. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, I'm Anthony Bresnikan, covering the Star Wars galaxy for Entertainment Weekly, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod and this episode, Fire Across the Galaxy, is the conclusion of a three-part story arc and it began when Kanan got himself captured by the Imperials in a trap set by Governor Tarkin, taken away on board an Imperial Star Destroyer off to Mustafar where Jedi go to die. And despite Hera's orders and despite what would be ordinarily sane military strategy, they go ahead and stage a rescue of Kanan anyway. So they steal an Imperial freighter, and it turns out that the TIE fighter that Zeb and Ezra stole way back in Episode 4, that was Fighter Flight, they did not destroy it as they had initially claimed. These guys are a bunch of lying sons of guns. Like, they lie to Hera's face all the time. It's terrible. Ugh. But in this case, it turns out to be kind of a, well, you know, all is well that ends well thing because they've got a TIE fighter that they can send into the landing bay of the Star Destroyer where Kanan is being held. And they pack the TIE fighter full of EMP grenades and send it in via remote control so that way it can totally wipe out the ship's functionality. And then they put the freighter on the side and cut a hole in the side of the Star Destroyer so that way they can get in. And a long story shorter, Ezra finds where Kanan is being held, releases him, but then as they are trying to make their way back to rendezvous with the rest of the Ghost crew, they run into the Inquisitor and have the boss battle of the season. Now, it seems that the Inquisitor is still more than a match for Kanan and for Ezra together, but when the Inquisitor knocks Ezra off the catwalk that they're on, he falls to a lower catwalk and is motionless, which makes Kanan think that Ezra could possibly be dead, and he says, now I've got nothing left to fear, and that, the Inquisitor should know, means trouble. So while Hera and Sabine and Zeb are fighting their way back to the landing bay to get off the Star Destroyer, Kanan takes care of business and destroys the Inquisitor's lightsaber by getting the tips of his lightsaber and Ezra's lightsaber in between that little spinning thing in the middle of it, and smashing them apart. Of course, the lightsabers fly away, and I guess they're fighting in some sort of power place because it damages a power core and the hyperdrive ends up overloading, which causes all sorts of fire and conflagration and so forth. The Inquisitor, hanging on by his fingertips on the catwalk, tells Kanan that there are things worse than death before he just decides, I'm done, and drops down to his doom. So Kanan and Ezra take off out of the Star Destroyer in the Inquisitor's TIE Fighter, since, as Ezra points out, he's not going to be needing it anymore. And Hera and Sabine and Zeb take off in the TIE Fighter that they had brought in, because I guess it's working now along with all the other TIE Fighters. It 
took long enough for the EMP to wear off, and so the very brightly painted TIE fighter, surprise, surprise, with Sabine spray painting it like crazy over the last, I don't know how many episodes she's been sneaking out to do that. The two TIEs are trying to get away, but the Star Destroyers are just spitting out more and more and more TIE fighters, and yeah, everything looks desperate. They're trying to raise Chopper for a pickup on the comm, but Chopper is not responding, and here comes the cavalry. The reason why Chopper wasn't responding is because he had contacted Fulcrum to ask for help, and Fulcrum sent help in the form of three Corellian Corvettes. So with the help of the Corvettes providing cover fire, the two TIEs are able to dock with the Imperial Frigate, and the Imperial Frigate is able to dock with the Ghost, and they are all able to go into hyperspace and escape. Once they're back on the Ghost, Chopper opens up a holographic transmission from somebody we haven't seen since the beginning of the season in the Droids in Distress episode, and he enables the first of the big reveals of the season. Hello, my friend. It is good to see you again. I don't understand. I met you once, for a few moments. I don't even know your name. His name is Senator Bail Organa. And the crews of the Blockade Runners? Members of other Rebel cells. There are other cells. We're a cell? Wait, did you know we were a cell? Um, no. We weren't supposed to meet. That way, if captured, we couldn't reveal the other Rebels to the Empire. Alright, so now we know that there are multiple Rebel cells acting throughout the galaxy. Although, the fact that they say that there are multiple cells that came to help in this particular operation suggests that some sort of alliance is forming. And I know that from the whole Rogue One talk that we did just earlier this week, that the Rebel Alliance's first victory is considered to be the theft of the Death Star plans, or at least happening in Rogue One. Maybe it's something that happens before they get the Death Star plans. I don't know, but it's supposed to be detailed in Rogue One. So maybe this wasn't a formal Rebel Alliance that came to the rescue in this situation, but you know, maybe the first inklings thereof and that Rebel Cells could possibly work together. And of course the Lothal Rebel Cell took out a Star Destroyer, which is not a bad result out of this. So the second reveal of the season finale comes when Hera continues what she's saying, claiming that all the stuff she said about keeping Rebel Cells separate from each other is the protocol, and somebody else has to tell her that the protocol has changed. Here we go. That was the protocol. The protocol has changed. Fulcrum. Ahsoka. My name is Ahsoka Tano. Why did you come here? Because of you and your apprentice. Many in this system and beyond have heard your message. You gave them hope in their darkest times. We didn't want that hope to die. So what happens now? I don't know. One chapter has closed for you, Ezra Bridger. This is a new day. A new beginning. Now, going back into the archives, it seems that it was rumored for a while that Fulcrum was, in fact, Ahsoka Tano for some time, and so maybe this wasn't as big a reveal for some folks as it might have been for others, but... Holy cow, seeing that Ahsoka Tano is not only still alive, but actually involved with the Rebels is pretty amazing. So naturally, this raises a bunch of questions. Chief among them, how did she survive Order 66? And the answer is actually going to be revealed in just a month or so when the new Ahsoka novel comes out. So fans who watched this when it actually came out in 2015, well, they only had a year and a half to wait to find out the answer to that. Not too bad as far as Star Wars things go. Hey, it could have been three years, right? Then, of course, there's the question of, well, since she survived Order 66, what has she been doing for the past 15 years since we last saw her in the Clone Wars? And how did she get connected with the Rebels? 
but we're going to have to wait for the answer to that because we've got only about a minute in the episode left and we have to check in with Lethal and Agent Callis and Governor Tarkin. Governor Tarkin returning and giving a report on the situation from Agent Callis. We are getting reports of unrest all over Lethal. There are whispers from Mustafa. Some people see the Empire as weak, vulnerable. Not to worry, Agent Callus. The Emperor has sent an alternative solution. And that would be the third and final big reveal of the season finale, that Darth Vader is about to get actively involved with this whole situation. And holy cow, that means that things are about to get serious. And we only hear breathing from him. We don't actually get any dialogue. They know how to keep him in reserve, don't they? So we'll have to wait to see what he thinks about the situation on Lothal until the beginning of Season 2. And that is going to do it for our Rebels briefing on Fire Across the Galaxy. I've got a trivia answer for you and a new question after the break. Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Welcome back. Here's that trivia question for you. May the Force be with us. Last time we asked you how many prequel trilogy characters physically appear in The Force Awakens, and that's four. Today's question, name those four. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you ride your tauntaun past the first marker, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7X7. It's not a Force Ghost vision, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7 We hope you love it.